Good morning, I'm Jeremy Melanson, and this is your NBA Daily Recap for Friday, January 25th. You can find me on Twitter at Recap underscore NBA, and this program is a part of the Pulse Podcast Network. Check out our free app with all the shows from across the network, available in your app store. There's NBA content, as well as NFL, WWE, fantasy sports, and pop culture podcasts. Again, that's the Pulse Podcast Network. Alright guys, we're going to recap all 10 games from Friday night. As far as spoiler alert goes, you could almost say this whole entire night was a spoiler. Um, the last game of the night was the only blowout. Everything else, all other nine games were fairly close. So uh, just a heads up for that. And this may get a little bit lengthy uh, as far as this podcast goes, but I will also do my best uh, to make sure that you know everything that happened last night. So uh, I'm still going to cover everything I can. I'm not going to worry too much about time, but I'll do what I can to make it short. Uh, first game was Washington in Orlando picking up the victory, 95-91. Uh, the Magic couldn't buy a bucket in this one, as it uh, seems like Jeff Green bought them all himself. Uh, Washington was up, uh, sorry, Washington hit 9 of 15 threes in the first half, and Orlando shot only 3 for 21. Washington was up 18 in the third uh, before Orlando actually came back and were up 2 with a minute and a half left, but they didn't score again in the rest of the game. From the Washington side of the game, Bradley Beal had 27 points, 7 assists, 6 rebounds, as well as 5 threes. Jeff Green had 6 threes and totaled 24 points with 6 boards. Uh, Thomas Sadoransky, 9 points, 8 assists. Otto Porter, 10 points, 6 boards. And Thomas Bryant, 11 points and 6 boards. From the Magic side of the game, Eric Gor- uh, Aaron Gordon sorry, had 22 and 11 with 6 assists. Nick Vucevic had 28 and 9. And Terrence Ross had 16 and 6. Next game we'll look at was the Battle of New York, the Nets and the Knicks. Brooklyn picked up the victory in Brooklyn, 109-99. The Knicks were without guard Emmanuel Moutier, who will miss at least two weeks with a strained left shoulder. And the Nets were without uh, their sixth man, Spencer Dinwiddie. He is going to need surgery at some point on his finger, but uh, he may put it off. He's currently debating whether to do it now or later on. Uh, He hasn't been ruled out of any future games as of yet. The Brooklyn bench, though, didn't skip a beat without their sixth man, led by Shabazz Napier, Ed Davis, and two-way player Theo Pinson. The game was tied at halftime. Brooklyn started to take control in the third and then basically just ran away with it in the fourth. As I said, Ed Davis, he posted season highs, 17 points and 16 rebounds. Theo Pinson, again, two-way player, 19 points and 8 assists. Shout out to the G League. Shabazz Napier had 18. Rondé Hollis-Jefferson had 10 and 7 before injuring his face and leaving the game. And Joe Harris had 10 and D'Angelo Russell, 12. Uh, From the Knicks side of the game, Noah Vonley, 22 and 13. That uh, was like a career high for Vonley, and uh, he's not a young player. Trey Burke had 25 points with 5 assists. Alonzo Trier had 13, and Timmy Hardaway Jr. had uh, 10. Uh, Ennis Cantor did not play, was not a part of the rotation, even though Nets fans were chanting his name, and he still couldn't get put in the game. We will definitely be hearing more about this. He's not happy with his uh, current role on the team. Next game we're going to look at Miami Heat. Getting the victory in Cleveland, 100-94. Uh, Tristan Thompson of the Cavs is going to be out at least two weeks with a sprained left foot. And the Heat were without Dion Waiters uh, in just this game as uh, he had a migraine. Let's see, Cleveland led for a good chunk of this game, actually, before Miami went on a 27, 28-7 run to go up 18 early in the fourth. Cleveland responded with a 13-1 run of their own with about four minutes left. And although that wasn't enough, Cleveland coach Larry Drew was happy with his team for fighting back and getting the game within 10. So, uh, high expectations in Cleveland. They haven't won a game at home since December the 12th. And after the game, 
Dwayne Wade exchanged jerseys with Colin Sexton, the Cavaliers rookie. Dwayne Wade jersey watch. All right, from the Miami side of the game, Justice Winslow had 27-7. and Hassan Whiteside had 14-13. and Derek Jones Jr., 14-10. And, and Dwayne Wade, 13-6. From the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers, Chetty Osmond, for the second straight game, posted a career high. He had 29 in this one, four rebounds, four assists. Alec Burks had 13-7. and Ante Zizic, 11-9. Rodney Hood had 10. And Colin Sexton had 13. Next game we'll look at was the Toronto Raptors and the Houston Rockets. And they say basketball is a game of runs, and this game was a perfect example of that. Houston got off to the hot start. Uh, they were up 22 early in the game. Toronto had a 41-point second quarter to cut the halftime lead to 9. Toronto opened the third with another mini run to get within 4, but Houston responded with an 18-4 spurt of their own. They then scored the next 10 points, sorry, Toronto, I mean, then scored the next 10 points unanswered as Houston entered the fourth with a seven-point lead. Toronto got within five before Houston went on another run, 9-0 this time, to go up 14 with about six minutes left. With a minute and 14 seconds remaining and Houston up 11, Toronto hit three straight three-pointers to bring it to a two-point game. Eric Gordon missed a three to give the Raptors a chance, but Kawhi also missed his three-pointer attempt, and uh, that was the game, 121-119 in Houston. James Harden went over 30 points for his 22nd consecutive game. He had 35 with 7 assists. Uh, Kenneth Fareed at starting center, 21 points and 14 rebounds. Went from not even playing to starting center and putting up great numbers. Eric Gordon had 24 points. P.J. Tucker had 18. And Austin Rivers, 13, 6 assists, 5 boards. So uh, Harden got some help in this one. Kawhi Leonard for the Raptors had 32 points, 7 rebounds and 5 assists. Pascal Siakam had 22 and 12. Kyle Lowry had just the 9 points but also 11 assists, 4 rebounds. Danny Green had 22, Serge Ibaka had 12 and 14, and Norm Powell had 10. Next game we're going to look at, the Sacramento Kings in Memphis, picking up the victory, 99-96. They gave Memphis their 8th straight loss. We're going to skip ahead to the final minute of the game. Shelvin Mack converted on a layup with 30 seconds left to get Memphis within 2. De'Aaron Fox responded with a step-back jumper near the top of the key and pushed the lead back to 4. Conley came flying back down and made a layup with 4.3 seconds left. Sacramento inbounded then to Buddy Heald, who was trapped on the baseline. And uh, one referee initially called a jump ball, and another referee came running in and called a foul. So then they went to replay review and decided that it was a foul and put Buddy Heald in the free throw line. Uh, a lot of people were definitely not happy about that, in, in Memphis anyway. Uh, Buddy Heald hit one of two. And uh, that was it. It was 99-96. Miami, or Memphis, I mean, didn't have any other timeouts, so they weren't able to get up a good shot. And uh, again, they lost by three, 99-96. From the Sacramento side of the game, Nemanja Bielitsa had 11 points and, uh, 17 points and 11 rebounds. He also had three blocks and a steal. Buddy Heald had 26 points, including six three-pointers with seven rebounds. De'Aaron Fox had 22, six and five. Willie, Willie Cauley-Stein, 11 and uh, six rebounds, as well as five steals. And Marvin Bagley, 14 points and 9 rebounds off the bench this time. For Memphis, Mike Conley had 16 points, 9 assists, and 6 rebounds. Omri Caspi had 18 points, 5 rebounds, and 4 steals. Marcus Gasol, 11 and 10. Jermichael Green had 14, and Jaron Jackson Jr. had 11. Next game we're going to look at was the LA Clippers picking up the victory in Chicago, 106-101. With the Bulls up one late, Patrick Beverly blocked Larry Markinen. On one end of the floor and on the other end of the floor, Lou Williams converted an and one. 
on a three-point play, sorry. <laughs> Zach Levine responded to that to make it a one-point lead with a minute 30 to go. But Patrick Beverly again came in with a runner in the lane to put the Clippers up three and seal the game. Lou Williams, in his 14th NBA season, had his first career triple-double, and it was a big one. Lou went for 31 points, 10 rebounds, and 10 assists, also a steal and a block. Lou became the first player in the NBA history to have a 30-point triple-double off the bench since 1993, when Detlef Schrempf did it. Shout-outs to Detlef. Uh, from the rest of the Clippers, Tobias Harris had 29-8, and eight. Avery Bradley 11-5-2, and two. Uh, Patrick Beverly only had two points. That key basket he hit. I didn't know that. He also had six rebounds and five assists. Uh, Montrez Harrell had 11. From the Chicago Bulls side of the game, Zach Levine had 29 points. Bobby Portis had 18 and 14, getting the start over Lopez. Uh, Chris Dunn had nine points, 10 assists. Lowry Markinen, 13 and nine. And Chandler Hutchison, uh, 12 and 12, double-double. Next game we'll look at Charlotte and Milwaukee. The Bucks were down 12 with just under 10 minutes remaining in this one before turning it on to the tune of an 11-0 run. They finally took the lead with five and a half minutes to go and that was pretty much it. They didn't look back. Kemba Walker left the game with a mild neck strain with about two minutes left after Giannis landed on him going for a loose ball. He didn't return to the game but he said that he could have if necessary but the game wasn't uh, particularly close at that point. From the Milwaukee side of the game, uh, Giannis had 34 points, 14 rebounds, 3 assists, 3 steals, and 3 blocks. Eric Bledsoe had 18 points. Chris Middleton had 5 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists. And Malcolm Brogdon had 19 points. For the Charlotte Hornets, Nick Batum had 19 points, 6 rebounds, 3 assists. Michael Kidd Gilchrist had 16 and 7. Kemba had just 10 points, 8 rebounds, and 5 assists with 2 blocks, mind you, before he left the game. Marvin Williams had 13-8, and eight, and Jeremy Lamb had 16-4. and four. Next one we'll look at was the Detroit Pistons in Dallas. Uh, Dallas Mavericks picked up the victory, 106-101. And there was a little bit more of a odd officiating, we'll call it, in this one. Um, Doncic hit a, uh, Maxi Kleber for three, and that put them up 100-97 late in the game. And, and then a timeout following that play, the referees reviewed a play from... Uh, more than two minutes earlier in the game when uh, Drummond made a layup and they actually turned turned it back and wiped it off. Uh, they said that it was after the shot clock and then the score was now a five-point game and, and not a three-point game. Uh, as play continued, Detroit had a chance to tie it, but Stanley Johnson's three was off the mark. On the other end, DeAndre Drummond dunked on... Uh, sorry, uh, <laughs> DeAndre Jordan dunked on Andre Drummond, two Spider-Mans there, with, uh, off the Luka assist. Uh, Drummond tried to respond with a dunk of his own, but he was blocked by Maxi Kleber. And then Luca hit a fadeaway jumper with just over a minute remaining that sealed the deal. Another tough loss for Detroit, and uh, they get to return home now and host the number one team in the East, the Milwaukee Bucks. It's going to be another tough one for them. For the Mavericks, Luca Mania ran wild all over Detroit. 32 points, 8 rebounds, and 8 assists with uh, 2 steals and a block. DeAndre Jordan had 13 and 11. Maxi Kleber had 12 points and 4 blocks. Dennis Smith Jr., another great game, 19 points, 5 assists. And from the Detroit side, of course, Blake Griffin led the way, 35 points, 7 rebounds, 4 assists. Andre Drummond had 23 points and 15 rebounds. And Reggie Jackson had 12 points and 9 assists. Next one we were going to look at is the Minnesota Timberwolves in Utah. 
The Jazz picked up the victory 106-102. They were actually up 23 points in the third quarter, and during the third quarter, Taj Gibson was ejected. Uh, he received both technicals in the same sequence, and as he was being restrained by teammates, he quite blatantly flipped the bird at referee James Williams. Uh, watch out for a fine coming for Taj in the not-too-distant future. Um, after that, uh, the Timberwolves started the fourth quarter on a 13-0 run and actually made the game interesting, but Utah was able to hold them off despite only making two field goals in the final five minutes. So not a whole lot to talk about there. So, But good defense uh, is what won them the game. From the Utah side of the game, Donovan Mitchell, 24 points, 11 assists, 7 rebounds, a block, and a steal. This guy has been on fire. Rudy Gobert had 18 points and 16 rebounds, 4 blocks and 2 steals. Kyle Korver had 16 points with 4 triples, 5 rebounds. Joe Ingles had 12 points, and Derek Favors had 13. From the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves side, Carl Anthony Towns also been dominant. He had 33 points, 10 rebounds, 4 assists, 3 steals. Three blocks and a steal. Andrew Wiggins had 21 and 11. And Jared Bayless got the start. This time he had 11 points, 8 rebounds, and 5 assists with a steal and a block. And now the last game of the night was the blowout that I warned you about earlier. The Phoenix Suns were in Denver, and they lost 132-95. Denver was without Nikola Jokic. He was suspended one game for leaving the bench during an on-court altercation between Mason Plumley and Derek Favors on Wednesday. Um, but that didn't seem to matter too much in this one. Denver held Phoenix to just 40 second-half points and handed them their seventh straight loss. For the Nuggets, Paul Millsap had 20 points with 9 rebounds and 3 steals. Mason Plumley, starting center, had 16 points, 7 rebounds, and 6 assists. Will Barton had 14, 5, and 5. Malik Beasley had 19. Jamal Murray had 13 and 5 assists before rolling his ankle. He left the game and didn't return. Nuggets head coach slash medical professional Michael Malone said that Jamal could have returned, but it wasn't necessary in this one. Monty Morris had 17, Trey Lyles had 12, and Gary Harris had 10 to give the Nuggets 8 guys in double figures. Also for the Nuggets, rookie Jared Vanderbilt, a 19-year-old out of Kentucky who was drafted in the second round, made his pro debut. Congratulations, Jared. Um, from the Stinky Suns, Devin Booker had 35 points, Josh Jackson had 17, Kelly Oubre Jr. had 13, and Dragon Bender, continuing to start, had 14 and 5 assists. And that was all 10 games from Friday action. We're going to have a quick look at the five games that are on for Saturday. The first one is the Spurs in New Orleans to play the Pelicans. And DeMar DeRozan has already been listed as out uh, with a sore left knee. Davis Bertans is also out for personal reasons. And LaMarcus Aldridge is questionable with a sore left wrist. And uh, I think as we know, the Pelicans are without a bunch of players right now as well. Um, Anthony Davis is out. Nico Meritish is out. Uh, Etwan Moore was out in the last game, but uh, he was resting. He's not listed on the injury report. But Julius Randle is questionable with his right ankle sprain. The next game we'll look at, the Pacers are at Memphis. Memphis is on a back-to-back -back as they played a tough one last night. Um, and uh, Garrett Temple's questionable for them. And uh, that's about it for this one. should be all right. Uh, Tyreek Evans is going to be getting the start with Oladipo out. The next one, Golden State Warriors are in Boston to play the Celtics. This should be a good one. The Warriors are only favored by three, uh, so it should be a pretty close game. And a 230 over-under total is means a high-scoring affair, so this should be an interesting one. Uh, Kyrie set out the last couple, but he is pro probable to play in this one. And uh, you can imagine he'll be there. The 76ers are in Denver to play the Nuggets. Uh, the Nuggets are on a back-to-back, -back, but they're still favored by nine. Um, Wilson Chandler is out for Philly. 
Uh, former Denver player, but he won't be playing in this one. Um, Jimmy Butler is doubtful. Uh, he's supposedly going to seek a specialist for his wrist uh, problem on his shooting wrist. Uh, Joel Embiid is out of this one for rest. So yeah, that's why Denver's favored by nine. Jamal Murray's questionable, as I say, sprained his ankle last night. And Jokic should be back after that one-game suspension. On uh, the last game for tonight, Atlanta is in Portland. And this one is looking like it's probably going to be a blowout. Portland's favored by 10.5. Um, Kevin Huerta, uh, who hurt himself in warm-ups a couple of games ago, is probable to make a return. And that'll do it for the podcast for today. All right, everybody, check us out on the Pulse Podcast Network. Download the free app. Give it a look. You might find something you like. All right, everybody, have a great day.